now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, afternoon, evening, last week, this week, next week, next year. I don't know when you listen to this, but let me tell you, I'm up. I like that it's nice and bright daylight, which means I I slept. I got a good, good bit of sleep in. I don't know that I feel tremendously rested because I, I think I woke up probably a couple times throughout the night and, and forced myself to like just chill and go back to sleep. And I'm probably rested because I've been scrolling a little bit, having some thoughts, and uh, I'm pretty much ready to get out of bed. I'm ready to go take a nice hot shower because it's a cool, chilly morning. And uh, I'm actually going to talk to you guys about 30 minutes here and then try to catch the 30 minutes of the national news before I go into the day. Um, You know, Thursday, I've got nothing but inventory scheduled. Uh, One of the reasons I'm probably not as well rested is because of mentally. Yesterday, I took on a little too much. I've been going, doing very well, you know, organizing my days. And, um, you know, and usually when I get to this point, either I've done too much or threw too much into the calendar and of course of course um last couple of weeks one you know I said I said on the other episode I kind of gained a week so I thought this week was something different so I had to like clear the calendar or or I looked at the calendar and it was clear and uh, I thought it was going to be a different week I thought we were pretty much done with November (laughs) I was rushing it so I got a chance to like oh wow I got a kind of a clean slate this week and so I messed up I gained a week, but then I rushed a day. Okay, like I gained. It's when I real. I'm sorry, I'm choking. When I realized I gained a week, I immediately lost a couple of hours because I sat like trying to figure it out, right? And then I ended up. So I gained a week, lost a couple of hours, and then rushed a day. And now today, where I have today is supposed to be the day that I'm supposed to, you know, do the inventory, make some soaps, and this, that, and the other. Uh, because I because I screwed the week all up, I ended up on Wednesday where I'm supposed to do nothing but get up and go into producer mode, have the episode podcast, and then and then afterwards it's changed. That was yesterday. Yesterday I I did entirely too much. I um I cooked, which you know I didn't really cook. I put some things in the, in the slow cooker, and. I screwed that up because then my daughter came home thinking that was going to be dinner. I'm like, no, that's tomorrow's dinner. I didn't really make anything to go with it because uh, I really wanted it to, you know, hang out overnight and become really good and juicy tender. We're talking about oxtails. And then uh, prior to the episode, I started doing my research. I was making soap because I was a day late on making the soap because, I, like I said, the week started out crazy. So I didn't make any, I didn't do anything. Uh, I don't know if I did any on Tuesday and I don't think I did any on Tuesday. So I was concerned about holding over the um, batches that I, the master that I'd done, I was concerned about holding that until today. And uh, instead of just going and, remember, instead of just going and looking it up, would it be okay if I held it to the day? Um, Because, as always, when I do that, you know, one out of the three that I did, ended up, I had to dump it. Something was wrong with it, maybe mismeasured or whatever. It just wasn't going right. And uh, and once you get into that process, you know, there, there are several different things that, t- that will tell you why it's not going right. And you're like, hope is okay. So you keep going and end up, first instincts, what happens every time? First instincts, always right. So, but the exciting part about that is I do get to wake up this morning 
And uh, hopefully those that I did make are up to par. And uh, and I also have, actually I did I did a fourth because I, I had um, yesterday evening and I wish, you know, and I just hate that because I wish I had stuck to my guns, stuck to my, my routine rather, stuck to my routine. Um, because, you know, the, the, not even anxiety, the depression after us, the feeling, the sensation, the negative, the negative thing of, because of, what happens is if it doesn't come out right, you don't want to discard it. And you don't necessarily, like, if it's not, up, if something's not up to par. And there are a lot of things, you know, people say, oh, if you're not going to sell it, then just donate it and all that. It's like, but I don't want it going out of here if it's not right. Because the, the stuff that I, I donate is as good as what I sell. So I don't want a, a fail. And we have a bag, we have a couple of baskets of soaps that I haven't gone. We use here in the household and whatnot. Um, but these aren't necessarily failures because I, I redid one. And the others are really good. I think just that one, I think while mixing it, I think one of the measurements might have been a little off. And that's okay because I could ident- I, w- I was able to identify that, meaning that I knew a little something, something, right? So I'm looking for the silver lining in that. And the silver lining is that that I saw something wrong. Because at the end, at the beginning, you always want to be the one that can identify what's wrong because that's how you stop train wrecks. That's how you stop problems. That's how you correct yourself and things around you is to be able to identify. Have you ever seen somebody? Yes, you have. We look at we, we, social media, look like, don't they see? Don't they get it? That's where I was yesterday. Like, first of all, you know, just stop because you really should be researching things, topics that you're going to be talking about on the show. You should be listening to this huge Obama book that came out um, because we did discuss that on the show. And uh, I only listened to a sample of it. Man, he had a four, four almost five-minute sample, and that was a lot in and of itself. And I usually listen to my audio books on, at warp speed, uh, and I had to play it at, at and so at warp speed it didn't sound it didn't sound that long but I went to play the segment on the podcast and I'm like whoa this is kind of long but I was at normal speed playing and we were doing the episode and I'm like okay so I definitely will be listening to those 700 pages I think some 20 hours is this is this book um I would definitely be listening to that at 2.0 speak um and 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 when they do re- when they record these they do record them at such a slow speed so that you can slow it down or speed it up you can find what fits you i love when things gives us those kind of options aspects of of things in our lives you know because we all want what do we want we wake up we want choices we want choices chances and opportunities and uh, and and to be able to craft those things, I love it. That's why streaming services are so wonderful right now, because we live in a world where you know everybody don't want to sit down at eight o'clock at night and watch the same show. I was looking at my timeline yesterday, trying to figure out is anybody watching? Everybody was watching something different, and uh, and and. Some of it was really good, and you try to go and find it, and you're like, wait a minute. How are they watching this now? When, especially people where everybody else watched something last week, last month, last year, and somebody's just not using me. Because I, I really rarely have the time. And so um, I'm usually coming to something late. 
I, and it's so funny because when blogging, I used to come into something really early because you would get screeners, you know, hey, this is coming out, watch this, and don't talk about it yet when it comes out, you know. Then, and so I kind of got tired of that because I like, I like watching with the public, right, the audience. And uh, so I stopped going to, I stopped watching the screeners and I stopped going to the premieres and, and so forth. Because the premieres, you know, would happen, um, well, not the premieres, but... Um, the, like during the film festivals and just you you would go a lot of, a lot of it would be advanced advanced screenings that's what I wanted to say I stopped going to the advanced screenings because you know you want to it's especially things that were really good and then you can talk about it like one time I I, I told you guys about the episode of the evening we had with uh uh, uh childish Gambino Glover. And uh, and cast of Atlanta, they did it uh, an advanced screening of not not now, but l- the last season that they did. I, you know, they take forever giving us a new season. People have probably forgotten all about the show, but they had us uh, advanced screening, and they were trying to kick the media out because they didn't want us to watch the episodes because it was going to be a, you know a while before we saw it. And I was like, so I found my way to stay in as I normally do. And it was so funny, and I'm like, oh, my God, who can I talk about this with? Because people had not seen it. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do advanced advanced screening. But it is good to do some because, you know, the writers, the directors, actors, cast, and all that kind of stuff is there, and you get to do that. But then, you know, you don't really get great – well, you get great moments. I don't want to say you don't get great moments um, because – there are some memories that I have of being around some of these. These are some of the most creative people, and I love what they do. I love who they are, and it was for me, you know, wanting to write and being a writer. Um, it was for me to satisfy that curiosity that I have, and that's what our days should be about. You know, you wake up curious about something, and life affords you the opportunity to go behind the veil of it and really learn how others, I I think the one great takeaway I have for what I chose to do for the last 20 years is satisfying curiosities, you know, um, speaking with people who like right now in this space, you know, everything is about being an influencer. There's not really a lot of attention on uh, the creative which is kind of why I like I like TikTok. Even though TikTok, when you think about TikTok, we don't think about the original, the person who originates, you know, the trends and so forth. There are a lot of people that go pop, get go that go uh, popular, that, beca- that gain popularity because they are duplicating the trend and and so forth. Like so many times, I'm scrolling TikTok and I'll see the person venting. Who actually originated? Like, there's a guy who I think I saw a video, and and, and you don't even know. It's hard to le- 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 legitimize this thing because you know you're watching somebody and they're they're lip syncing, whether it be you know verse or or, or a phrase uh, or music. They're perfectly lip syncing. You 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 love you know what they're bringing to it. But I'm that person. I will click on the audio because it tells you, you know, if they're the original, and and you get to go back, and then and then you see the original person do it, and you may like them or you may not, right? 
you know, they may appeal to it. And a lot of times the, the other person gave it much, much more flavor and attitude and, and all those different things. You know, like think about it. Everything that we see and hear, you know, there's a writer to it. You know, there's somebody who who wrote these roles that we fell in love with. In fact, uh, Dolly Parton was on, was given, she's on the press junket right now. And she was giving an interview and somebody said, hey, I love these Dollyisms," And they quote, and went to quote her. And she said, well, that's not mine. She's like, you know, and, and, and Dolly, who is a person who literally owns everything, you know, that she wrote. She knows about ownership in this business. And so when the person tried to attribute her to this quote, she said, well, you know, that was just in the script. That goes to the writer. Um, you know, I just said what was what was there, and I know a lot of people like that. But she says, you know, we got to give credit, you know. So I love that. So when you when I'm on TikTok and and I see somebody doing something, I always, I literally always hit that audio to see how many people have made that video and if this person is the original, and uh, and so. Like the guy that did the renegade, you know, there was a renegade dance, but then I saw a TikTok, the guy that he was sitting there and he was like, wow, nobody even knows that's my song. He says, he says, what do you do when you create, you know, the number one song on a platform and nobody knows it's yours and, uh, and, and you don't have the following and you don't have the, you know, you, you're, you don't have the likes or the following. Sorry, trying to take a sip here, and uh, and you don't have the likes of the following, and and it's like okay, but you know, did you do the right thing in creating your work so that you and and and, and oftentimes you know monetary, it's it's not enough. People want to be seen. I mean, that's what social media is. If you think about, it, there are a lot of people on social media that are popular. They're seen. They've got followings. They're not rich. They're not making a, like goo gobs of money. But they still, and even those that are making goo gobs of money, you know, they still want to be acknowledged. They still want to be seen for what they're doing. And um, there is, there are those like myself who have, you know, who, who have platforms where we say, hey, look, see this person, see that person. That's what I did for 20 years. You think about newspapers and, and magazines and, and, and media, you know, is about well, hopefully, is about legitimizing and, and, and giving giving credit to originality, you know. And um, originality cycles through, you know, when organic, um, I'm trying to think, there's, there's another word to this thing. You know, everything flows in, in cycles. It, it goes around, it comes back around, it comes back around. And uh, it, it depends on the audience. When that audience becomes larger that wants something organic or something real or, or they just simply want to know. And, and people have to be told what they need to know because they don't know what they don't know. That's not mine. Somebody told me that because I remember in the beginning trying to figure out what was this lane that was opening up. For me, when I decided, you know, I was like, I want to be a writer. I wanted to write screenplays. I wanted to write books and novels and all that kind of stuff. But this lane was opening up because I had a diff- deeper sense of curiosity. And, uh, and, and 
I remember, you know, doing my research on, on magazines and, and following the school of thought that was John S. Johnson with Ebony and Jet and then Essence and Life and GQ and all these other magazines. And I'm like, whoa, I love that. And this lane began to open up. And I was trying to figure out because there were some, like I said, who were open to doing interviews and telling their story more so than interviews. I was, I was, I've always done a little bit something different than an interview. Like I really want to immortalize you. That's a little bit different than I just want some lights for talking about your ish. Okay. I want to immortalize you. I want to put you somewhere that somebody way off in the future will use you to figure us out right? That's a little bit than coming on and talking about somebody's drama and this is happening, that is happening. That's never been really what my curiosity was. Now, still, I was told these things. I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do with that? I don't want to destroy a person, you know? And there are some that are out here destroying others. And I'm like, we got to talk about what they're doing because that's just not right. Some things you got to call out. So I would call out some things and I'd get into some conversations online about this, that, and the other. But at the same time, there was a greater thing that happened in my time, and that was um, telling these these amazing stories because something else was getting ready. This the whole the whole negativity was getting ready to become a thing, um, and it needed a pair. We needed a parallel universe. We always need a parallel universe because not everybody is going to want to be in that universe, the one universe or the most popular universe or this, that, the other. There are people who want to exist in a parallel universe, one that is is less hassle, less drama, more calm. And and those are the stories, the, the significance. Because here, if you think about it, now, I remember... Um, when I when I was when I started, you know, we had the whole BET thing. BET had this whole uncut thing, and then and that was this generation that was coming along with that. And I, and I used to say, man, those people are going to be stuck there because it was about being as illiterate as you could be, like don't know nothing, right? Like don't like. And I'm like, oh, they're going to get stuck because it's one thing to switch, to be able to switch, you know, turn, turn things on and off. These are people, they're not going to, that was a, that was a group of people in a, that was a decade of people, um, where we were at that time. And, and if you look back throughout history, you have these decades that are swift through here, like can't wait for 2020 to be done with so that we can go on to 2021 and it could be something altogether new and different. That's why we get excited about the new year. Cause it's like, Whoa, cause by the end of the year, everything that is revealed itself, we kind of want to get away from like, we want to, everybody wants to kind of get away from 2020, right? want to get away from this, this presidential administration can't wait for the new one. And hopefully you know, that one will be up to par. You know, it, it, it. I don't care what anybody says. It just seems like a whole flip-flop thing, depending on how much politics weigh on your life, in your life. And there are those that try not to let politics weigh as much as it does in others. There are those who want a parallel universe where it pretty much doesn't matter because, you know, in, in, in the weight of it, we, we have to figure out what things weigh on us and in our lives. And so I know for me, my parallel universe has to consist consist of an enormous amount of peace, more so than the average person. I have to have a, a, 
I just have to have my peace, right? Um, and there are other there are other things that that weigh. You know, start your list. Don't don't you can borrow mine. You know, um, put your and put your spin on it like they do on TikTok. Put your spin on it, right? Get like homeboy with the with the with the tag. Somebody just told me yes, Stevie Nicks with the Stevie Nicks song. Like yesterday, I put out a tweet about Stevie Nicks. I'm like, Stevie Nicks pulled a patty. You know how the guy, when, remember when the guy didn't put all that flavor on the Patty LaBelle pies when he found the Patty LaBelle pies was finally in the Walmart. And uh, he was like, who knew Patty had these pies? Well, everybody, everybody in one universe knew Patty had pies because Patty had been on the uh, Patty LaBelle I'm talking about or her sweet potato pie. Patty had been for a couple of years prior to that on the food circuit and me being a blogger, I had gone to all these different expos, had seen and met Patty at Patty LaBelle at these things, you know, no, not Patty LaBelle the singer, but Patty LaBelle who's, who was launching this tremendous food line. Patty LaBelle has a tremendous food line. It started um, with, um, she did a couple of healthy options because of diabetes. And, and as a matter of fact, the expo that I went to was for uh, these healthy, these options of to help encourage people to eat healthy, and Cedric the Entertainer was there, and had all these celebrities that had food food uh, lines. Uh, there was a line that was all the Paul Newman stuff. <coughs> Patty Labelle, Cedric the Entertainer got chance to meet both of them. Uh, they were talking, they were representing, you know, options that they were put in. There was somebody else. Uh, I think Smokey Robinson was it Smokey or somebody. Uh, all these celebrities were back in the, this food, this healthy food, and many of them African American because of what diabetes is in the African American community. And so, and Patty had uh, these very before the pies. She had the all these different sauces, and I, I you know, I love things in jars, right? So she had all these dis- different marinades and sauces and all kinds of things. Uh, and I think that's what she was debuting at this particular expo. So when this guy came up singing Patty, somebody tagged Patty in this video about this pie, and everybody rushed off that holiday season to get these sweet potato pies, mostly men, because women are like, wait, I make pie, I make my own pie, because you can't really market to women, okay? That's why you don't see a lot of marketing. Think about it. Women buy a whole lot of stuff. That's that, that that that's not even marketed to them. You don't see a whole bunch of commercials for women. I don't know, and I still don't know why women buy a lot of stuff when they're not really traditionally marketed to. Uh, most of the commercials and things like that, because because of the mediums, um, go to go to go to men. Even even online, even though there are a number of women online, it's very difficult to market to women. Look at all the things. Look at when uh, what was it, Nordstroms or Neo Neo. Neiman Marcus, when they came out with the $100, what, $50 collard greens, women were like, I can make my... There, in fact, there was a woman on uh, just the other day, there was a TikTok video, and Gucci is selling these uh, tights, right? And the tights have holes in them, rips in them. And she was like, why would you buy, you know, the, uh, what was it, $100, $200 Gucci tights when you just go to the store and get it? See, this is why you don't market to women, because they're always like like blowing the gag, like really the gag is, right? The gag is if they're selling a hundred dollar tights and you, you can do that to the regular tights, you better get like the Spanx woman who became a billionaire. Shut up and sell those $3. Ladies, that's one of the reasons why 
there are only limited amount of women on the Forbes list because we keep trying to, you, you so busy trying to expose somebody else instead of getting yours. And I'm like, girl, if you could do that to a pair of $3 tights, you better go buy those $3 tights and sell those jokers for three times what Gucci's selling them for. Because one, you are a woman, you are original, you, you do have a flair and damn of yours, the way you just ripped those tights look pretty good. The way she ripped them and styled them, that's the same thing the Spanx lady did. She took a pair of hosiery, cut the feet out, and uh, thus Spanx was born, went home, and like, okay, worked on it. But here, this woman, all she wanted was the satisfaction of saying, you know, hell, she could knock off some Gucci. No, she didn't even knock them off. Because I would have been like, here, can you do this? Because I, I have gotten several runs. And I don't even know that people even still wear um, grocery store pantyhose, you know, except for certain occasions, you know. Um, but I was like, wait, I got some in there that's got some legit runs. And I'm like, is that, I, if I put them on with some boots and the skirts and the way she styles that, I'm like, and this is why. There's very little marketing to women. And I'm going to tell you because I have had, I've had dryer buzz for 20 years. I've, I've done online content for 30, I guess. And it is, it, it is difficult going in trying to um, get marketing dollars when your audience is largely women. That's why OWN is going digital. Uh, we just talked about that on Leading, Leading Women yesterday. Uh, Angela, who is a subscriber, I'm not a subscriber, but Angela, my co-host, is a subscriber. And I said, well, what are they telling you to do if this is the last print episode? She's like, I don't know. Because it's very hard to market the women because you don't know what, you don't know how they're going to react. You don't know how they're going to continue to engage. And so it's difficult. And I'm going to tell you, so it's t totally difficult because even though I said, I called it dryer buzz and it was born out of the hair salons, it was very hard to do stories with, with, for, and about women because I would see a woman, I'm like, man, she's buzzworthy. And I would go and I'm like, I love to do your story. One of them, and one of the first turnoff was one woman asked me, well, what's in it for you? Every time I think about that, it just makes me ill. I'm like, wow. Okay. And, um, then there were, then the next week here, what, can I wait? Can I do it next week? Can I, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't, I don't have a great picture and I don't, I don't know about my story. And, and then this is that not right. All these things we're always talking about what's not right. When guess what? There's an entire world out there trying to figure out how we do this. The, the man who wanted to be president this time realized he could not do it without a woman by his side. He could not do it. There, there was no way he was going to do, another two men were going to step up and do this. No way. So, ladies, we got we to gotta figure this thing out. And I know I've covered a couple things on this, and we've got about four minutes to go, and I don't want to go too long. And I could go deeper in the story time, but I want to start leaving some of this stuff on the table for us to talk about the next time. And I want you to, I want to leave something going too. What 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 what's weighing heavy, the heaviest? And when I mean weighing heavy, I'm not even I'm not even talking about the bad stuff. I'm talking about the good. What do you got in abundance that you can't carry because you got so much of it and it's good? You know, I I sat all day Tuesday and half the day yesterday in, in 
thinking, man, okay, I need to make another. I, I, I've got to figure out what am I missing in, in this inventory? What do I need to make? And I'm like, I think I'm good. I, I was like, well, I'll go ahead and do a couple of new ones. I'll go ahead and introduce, you know, something in the next phase. But I know I've got to restock, and I'm looking at my inventory because I have a, there's an empty basket there. Well, there's an empty basket there not because something was there. There's an opportunity now because I expanded. I can add something there. I kept thinking, looking at this empty basket, thinking I'm missing something. Something's missing. Why the hell is this empty basket right here? Because you had an expansion. Wasn't ready for it. You had an early expansion, well in advance of when you thought life would expand. Because you always looking for something to be wrong. You are always looking for something to be missing, something to be absent, something to be, have been done to you. Not That's not one empty basket there. That's seven full baskets there because you added eight new shelves. Took me just, I'm, I'm saying this in this moment. I'm realizing this in this moment because I went to bed Wondering, what am I missing? For two days, I've been walking around. Why is there an empty basket here? What the hell am I missing? And I'm not missing anything. It's like, girl, it was, it was one. I had one shelf there. Eight, right? Then I had two, and it was 16. And then I added four. I doubled that. I, had, I, I started with one. And then I said, I need another one. So I had two. Right now, you look at the video, it's like a wall of shelves. Now I have four. I doubled. I have four. And I'm, I spent the last two days trying to figure out why one, why one of these baskets is empty. That one basket is not empty. It was never full. There's nothing missing. There's seven shelves that are full. But because we focus on too much of what we don't have, what's not there, I haven't created it yet. I haven't invented it yet. I haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. But imagine if I'd taken the last two days and celebrate the seven shelves that are full, each one with 30 bars, seven times three, 21 at a zero, I'm 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 thinking, man, I'm missing something when I've got 210 of something that I didn't expect to have. I've got 210. I'm trying to figure out where's the 30. <laughs> Why don't I have not even the 30? I'm like, there's gotta be 10. There should be 10 in that basket. There should always be 10 in a basket. And on a good day, 30. But actually, on a good day, it should be empty because that gives me an opportunity to create more. I didn't see the 210. I saw the empty when I was actually full and expanded. I got to find that moment to be grateful in it. To stop and to figure out, to having the peace 
the time to figure it out. 31, I missed the 30 stamp. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Stop focusing on what's, what's empty. Stop. Stop focusing on what's not there. And focus on what is. Stop focusing on the one person that didn't show up and celebrate those that did. I told I went to was invited to an event one time and uh they had and I, and I tell people all the time, stop doing that that stop reserving seats. Stop, stop with the reserve seating. Just stop because at every event where they have that that front those those reserve seating and front row, they're always empty. And they start filling people in in the back and this, that, and the other. And then they come and get you and ask you to move up. Come, can y'all move up? No, you should have. You should have made those people the priority for because they showed up early, on time, you know. And uh, I remember, and I'm sitting there, and I was one of the reserve seating that showed up, and I'm sitting up there by myself because I always do show up. And uh, you know, and people, I'm like, why? Why do that to yourself? It's like, hey, if they come, you know. In fact, the important people should be in the back. They should be in the back. Because they should want, they should want you. They, they, they already know you. They already know you're great. They already know you can do what you can do, right? Or they don't show up. But when people show up, make them the important ones. We talk about that all the time. Do the right thing for the right people. Because we, we end up, one of the reasons we can't get out of bed, we done done the, we done done the right thing for the wrong person. And we have to, you have, and listen, you live with that for so long because you, you, oh, you live with that for so long. Start doing it for the right people. Stop with the reserve seating and, and love on those that are there, that are showing up, that are showing up. All right, I'm going to go ahead because guess what's going in that empty basket? <laughs> I was sitting there thinking about that empty basket. I, I've got three, I've got three soaps that I'm getting ready to go cut and this going to fill up that empty basket. And then I'm going to be like, tag, I need another empty basket. Well, that's all right because I got a Friday sale coming up. Guess what happens tonight at midnight? The Friday sale, Friday at midnight. And if y'all don't know, Friday at midnight is it's Thursday, 11.59, 59, 12 o'clock is the next day. So I don't know who's confused about that, but Friday at midnight is not Friday night. It's Friday morning, okay? The sale starts at midnight. For those of you who said you were trying to catch the $5 sale and you were coming on at noon or at 5 o'clock, that sale starts at midnight. People go and they put that soap in their cart. And then Friday at midnight, they go back and they check their cart and see that discount is in there, and they go ahead and they check out. So by the time I go live at noon on Friday, and I'm telling you what, you know, I'm showing you what's left. I can only, that's why you hear me say there's only two of these left. There's three of those left. You know, it starts out entirely different. So if you want to catch, uh, the, if you want to, our notorious $5 uh, Fridays, home of the handmade soaps by a dryer buzz, Handmade bath and shower soaps by dryer buzz. If you want to catch the five dollar sale, you need to go out there. One of the things I do on Thursday is I will post what those soaps are. 
And so as soon as I get done with this, that's what I'm going to do. I'm still trying to, that's why I knew that empty basket. I was in there yesterday trying to see, select what five soaps. Because keep in mind, on the $5 Friday, there are only five soaps in our inventory that are, and they're usually the new five soaps that are coming into the ready-to-ship category. So when we add them to the ready-to-ship category, we pick five, and those five are $5. So hopefully the ones that you love and you've been waiting for will be in that five. If you have a soap that you can't wait for the $5 sale, let me know. Um, there were people that said, hey, listen, I'm not going to be around for the $5. Can I? And yes, you can always. I'll give give you a code. Um, and it's not five, but it's very darn near close to it. Because, I mean, our average price right now, our, black, our, our holiday season price is $7.99. So basically our $5 sale is $2.99 off. Um, and so those, but it's only on five soaps on any given Friday. And so there are other sales that we do have. We have our family discount. There are a couple of groups that I'm in. Those groups have discounts. Uh, if you're in, if you're in a group with me, ask me, say, I'm in a group with you. Is there a discount for you? Or you can say, Hey, I've been knowing you like forever. Is there a family discount? There's a family discount. If you're family, and I mean like, oh, I treat you like family, there's a family discount, okay? Uh, as long as you're shopping. If you have purchased before, I can see I can see who's definitely spending. You might. Go check your email. Sometimes I go through and I'm like, my God, how much soap have they ordered? And I send gift cards. Thank you. Gratitude. I'm all in it for the gratitude, right? So please go and check. Uh, in fact, somebody uh, said, "Hey, I'm, 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 is will this one be on?" I'm like, "What are you waiting for? No, here, here's your discount code. Go get that now." Loyalty is a thing. Loyalty is a thing. And I had one particular customer. She loves a particular soap. I say, "Hey, listen, this soap is going to be on the Friday. Uh, don't wait. Here, go ahead and get yours. Here's your code, right? Because that's what happens." When you shop with people that you know and who know you and and appreciate your loyalty. There are a lot of people, y'all are out there spending money with every day, all day. And never you never will develop any kind of loyalty. My daughter and I wanted to go to this restaurant. And we love this. It was one of, I'm sorry, it's a Chinese restaurant, okay? You're going to never get no loyalty out of them. I'm sorry. I We showed up and I'm like, dude, you got it. I know you got to recognize us. I don't care if you see a million people, you got to recognize us, right? And and every time, it's like we've never been there before. And I'm like, you know, I really don't like this. I really, I really, I really don't like, I like developing some kind of rapport, you know? And I'm like, you're treating us like we just want, like, no, don't. Let's, no, Let's, we're not buying, we're not going no more. We're not going, I'm like, what was that? Like, you know, I mean... Your business running this business can be this frustrating, and even if it is, we've never been that customer for you. We 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 good, you know. And I'm like, damn, we you never we're never gonna get in loyalty over that. Let's not do that. Let's not go over that anymore. Let's go because I like putting my money, especially money I work hard for. I like putting it in the hands of people that appreciate it, and that's how I want you to feel when you shop with me. I don't want you out to just order and order and order and, and I don't say, hey, and, and I know there's no one that can say that because I'm, or I'm writing thank you notes, I'm sending gift cards, all kind of things, discount codes, emails, we got to learn to appreciate people more. Humans, 
humans. I love I love uh, when I work when I do the show with Angela. She brings it back. She brings a real human perspective to this thing. You know, we 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 dehumanize so much, so many aspects in our lives because we're so used to systems and 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 just inanimate. Is that what the word? Unanimate, inanimate, inanimate objects. You know, it's not inanimate. You know. It's it's still people. Even when you go on shopping for Amazon, that's still a person because all of those things, even though you know it's sold by and fulfilled by Amazon, that's that's still an individual that has has created this product. It's still a person that's getting notified that you are buying. It's still a person that's restocking that that what you are, what you are buying. There's still people. There's a person still behind everything. There's a person behind everything, and we need to remember that. And the more that we remember that, and the more that we apply that to what we are doing, I'm a person, I'm a real person. I'm literally going to get out of bed when I finish this podcast because I'm only under the cover because it's cold. It's a chilly morning. Chilly mornings, you won't find me already dressing down the hall. Um, I'm like snuggled under the covers. And uh, at 40 into this, and we, we've gone over a little bit again with the story time. We try to stop it at 30 and then do a little bit of story time just to kind of really still, you know, make it make sense, you know. Um, open your eyes. Open your eyes. And I mean, your mind's eye. Open your mind's eye so that more in life can make sense, you know, so that more in life can make sense. I hope that as you listen to this, that more does make sense um because what I'm sharing I'm sharing in real time some of my real time experiences my my real life daily living you know getting through some difficult things over some hurdles and not just that but just enjoying it you know I um I get to enjoy a lot right now and it took a lot to get to this point and I still have some things Lord knows I still have some things that I need to do want to do ought to do should do damn well better hurry up and get on uh, but at the same time I can control the I have a choice in the pace of life and you can too and you don't have to necessarily sp- believe it or not you really don't have to spend it in depression. You really don't have to spend it in anxiety. But unless you recognize the part that you play in all of that and the choices you have in all of that, you will spend it in depression. You will spend it in moments of anxiety. I'm just here to help you and help myself bring it back to right now. Right now, in this moment. In this moment, I'm going to hit the stop button if you want more episodes. This wasn't the episode for you. There's more. It's a daily living podcast. That means when I wake up, I come on here and I talk and I share share some things. So there may be some other episodes, including there is a 90-day series in the archives where for 90 days, it's like, hey, listen, here's some behaviors about getting out of bed we want to implement. And here's how we're going to do it. We're going to journal through the process. So in those 90, 90 days are still out there. I have to go back and catch a two, catch one or two of them myself uh, and reiterate some of that stuff in my re-implement some of that stuff in my life because life is built in cycles. We cycle through. You know, some days we're good, some months we're good, some years we're good. I'm still looking at 2012, 2013. I'm like, dang, that was a good time, really good time. 
Uh, and I won't say there was downhill from there. It was uphill. It was uphill from there. I try to look at everything as uphill. I ain't going downhill yet. Uh, I'm still going up, you know. Um, and hopefully it stays up. Hopefully it stays up. There's some peaks and there's some valleys. No lie. No lie. But learning from others and learning from ourselves is how we get it done. Is how we get it how we get it done. All right, two more minutes. I'm gonna let you have those before the 45. Thank you guys so much. As always, that gives me 15 minutes to go catch this news program and walk around this corner here and look at this soap that I've got that I'm going to cut for you that will be yours come Christmas. So thank you guys again for all of your amazing support. All the things you've heard me allude to, if you need more or trying to find out where everything is, all you got to do is go over to dryerbus.com on your favorite platform. Use the hashtag dryerbus. It'll filter it out and show you all the things that I've been talking about for all the time, but more more uh, closely things relating to right now. You can get that with dryerbus.com and the hashtag. If you want to go right to shopping, just go right on over to shop dryerbus. But then do me one more favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.